from the world famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Hope this finds you well. And we, of course, thank you for making us a part of your day as we bring you another edition of the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans, the Black and Blue Report. I'm Sean Kelly coming to you from Los Angeles, California this morning, where it is going to be Sunday today after, I guess, I can't tell if this is a smog or the marine layer, but uh, it's going to be a nice day in L.A. today as the Pelicans go back to work. This is the start of a back-to-back for the Pels. They'll take on the Lakers tonight at 3-5. and five. Pelicans are 3-4. and four. And then uh, tomorrow night, we'll be over in Salt Lake City and uh, take on the Utah Jazz. So a busy day for the Pelicans as they prepare for the Lakers tonight, their second meeting with uh, the Lakers this season. They uh, knocked them around pretty good at New Orleans Arena last week. And so back to work against the Lake Show today. The uh, Saints are off today, so a bit quiet over on Airline Drive in Metairie as they'll begin their work in earnest tomorrow in preparation for the San Francisco 49ers. We're staying at the JW Marriott in Los Angeles, which is right across the street from the Staples Center. That provides a pretty easy commute for the uh, travel party out here. We've stayed a number of different places in Los Angeles over the years. Gosh, for a long time there, we stayed out at Marina Del Rey. That was kind of the uh, headquarters for the Pelicans whenever they'd come and play the Lakers, the Clippers. Last year, we not only stayed at Marina Del Rey, but also in Santa Monica, but uh, back to L.A. Live this year, which is, again, very convenient right here in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. And uh, I think... I think this will be the team headquarters for the uh, visits this season when the Pelicans come out here to play the Lakers and the Clippers. So a lot to talk about on the show today. I'm going to have a little bit of a notebook with regard to uh, tonight's Pelicans game against the Lakers. Just pass on a couple of news and notes for you. Uh, there are rumblings of a roster move. Um, no confirmation yet from the Pelicans about that, but we'll lay that out for you as we go along through this broadcast. And uh, also today we'll visit with NBA Commissioner David Stern. He had a nice, nice visit last Friday to the uh, Crescent City. Uh, It was very pleasing to me to see David Stern enjoy his visit, uh, which was really laid back. And certainly he was a guest and was honored at New Orleans Arena during the game for his 30 years of service as the NBA Commissioner. I know some of you have heard bits and pieces of my interview with him today uh, on this edition of the Black and Blue Report. We're going to give you the full interview, which is... uh, seven or so minutes long, and uh, kind of cover a couple of different topics, namely uh, topics that, re- that re- circle around his, uh, his departure, his retirement, and what lies ahead for him. He has some interesting things to say about what he might be doing after serving as the commissioner of the NBA. Also today, a very special guest, Markel Gregoire, will be uh, featured on the show today. Markel's a young man that's been battling a form of bone cancer, and uh, he was a guest of Saints head coach Sean Payton this past weekend. Rob Nice got to sit down and interview him and uh, talk about his experiences uh, with the New Orleans Saints. If you remember, uh, Markell was a part of a St. Jude's program that circled around the NFL draft last spring, 
and he was the young man that helped introduce Kenny Vaccaro to uh, the Saints fan base in our city of New Orleans. So Markel returned uh, to the scene this past weekend with Coach Payton, and uh, we'll, we'll visit with him on today's Black and Blue Report. Other than that, the uh, Twitter account that you can follow this show and get all the programming updates is at Black Blue Report, or you can follow me, and I'll get back to it tonight at the uh, Staples Center. That is uh, at Sean Kelly Live, at Sean Kelly Live. All right, we'll get our show started, rather, from Los Angeles in one minute with NBA Commissioner David Stern. Take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans by getting the entire family on board for a Pepsi Friends and Family Night. Packages are available for select Pelicans home games and include four tickets, four hot dogs, four bags of chips, and four Pepsis for as low as $128. The next Pepsi Friends and Family Night is Saturday, November 16th against the Philadelphia 76ers. For more information and to plan your next night out with the gang, log on to pelicans.com today. Are you ready for healthcare reform? At Blue Cross, we're ready to help. Learn all you can about healthcare reform at bcbsla.com slash reform. Here you'll find information on tax credits, health insurance options, answers to frequently asked questions, and a handy checklist to help you prepare. Visit us today at bcbsla.com slash reform and get ready. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Louisiana is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association and is incorporated as Louisiana Health Service and Indemnity Company. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com. Your first stop when following your teams. NBA Commissioner David Stern has a new jersey in his collection. It is a Pelicans dark blue jersey with his name on the back and the number 30, honoring his years of service as Commissioner of the NBA. That gift was presented to him by Mr. and Mrs. Benson this past Friday night. Earlier that Friday, I got to sit down with the Commissioner, ask him about a variety of things. Here is that full visit now for you on Black and Blue Report. So especially after a tour like that, I wanted to start by asking you, what's your fondest memory now as you get ready to exit of the Hornets slash Pelicans franchise will be if you look back at the last, what is it now, 25 years? You know what? My fondest memory is going to be related to the 2008 All-Star Game when our guests were at the All-Star Game were so desperate to do something that was an activity to demonstrate their support for the battered New Orleans. And we had 2,000 people out there painting, hammering, digging, along with all the All-Stars. And there was a palpable sense that they were doing something that was very meaningful to them and their families. The All-Star Game will return to New Orleans for the second time in six years. Should there be some sites, Commissioner, that that kind of become the rotation, if you will? Well, only if you live in L.A. and New Orleans uh, and other sites. Uh, The reality is that that seemed like a good idea, but we have so many teams that have loyal fan bases and so much excitement in the league that we've just awarded the game to, uh, you know, the next game to Brooklyn and New York and the game after that to Toronto all with exquisite facilities and great organizations. And so there's going to be a lot of competition from a lot of teams that are either rebuilding or making new investments. And so it's a little more difficult than it would seem at first light. One could make an argument, Commissioner, that that you're a major reason for the explosive growth of basketball and the NBA. 
In your eyes, though, in looking back, what would you say is the single biggest factor, though, in this growth that we've seen over the last several decades? I think the single biggest factor is the game. We've had a great game, and the athletes just keep getting greater. And there are more of them because of the elite international athletes who have joined us. And, and so the investments that our owners have made, and since I came in, we have all 30 teams are playing in new or completely remodeled buildings. That's a huge infrastructure investment. So when you look at what has gone on, the game, the ownership, the growth of television, and I would say the growth of sports marketing. You remember that guy Michael Jordan and Morris Blackman with Spike Lee? It's been a confluence of events, and I feel like I was handed the keys to the boat, the ship, and my job was just to navigate uh, as many of these changes as we possibly could. There's been a fair amount of, of talk regarding parity in the NBA over the last couple of weeks as the season's gotten underway. I know it's early, but do you agree that we've reached some sense of parity in the NBA, and if so, what, what do you think has helped contribute to that reality? Well, I call it... Uh, competitiveness rather than parity. I, I think parity is an NFL word. I'm trying to get something for myself here and for our league. But <laughs> two things that have contributed to it are the salary cap and revenue sharing. We have eliminated the excuse for a team that it's in a market that isn't good. Uh, the big teams cannot spend it by so much. The answer is they can't. Uh, they can't. A couple of outliers can, but they have to wind up mortgaging their franchise in the future, perhaps, and paying outsized amounts of money, and we'll see how that, what that gets them. That's an interesting issue that we'll all be watching. And the revenue sharing says here, if you do a good job, put a smart team together, uh, you know, sell out the building and do good things, you're going to break even or make a profit. So we've kicked out some very uh, standard crutches uh, and that teams are going to have to stand on their own. And it, the chain, turnover in coaches and general managers is not unrelated to that new reality. That's, that makes a great point. You seem, Commissioner, you seem to be a man with no regrets. Have you always been that way, or was there a moment or a, a stretch of time that you brought that to be a part of your, your makeup? No, I've always, uh, I've always been looking at tomorrow. Uh, I don't keep notes a lot. I'll never be writing a book. I don't even carry a camera around, and I've seen some great stuff. I want to enjoy the moment and get on to the next one. And so, uh, you know, and someone was saying to me recently on a subject, they said, well, you could do it this way, you could do it that way. I said, look, what you do is you analyze everything, and then you make a decision, and then that's it. Of course, you want to look back to see whether in the future you can make more intelligent decisions, but if you spend the rest of the time second-guessing yourself, you're going to miss something else. I've been privileged to know you as NBA commissioner for some time. I don't know any ex-commissioners. What do ex-commissioners do? What do you think? Well, ex-commissioners uh, could sit on public boards. Uh, ex-commissioners, if they're lawyers, could entertain lucrative offices offers from law firms. Ex-commissioners could uh, be engaged with private equity. Uh, Ex-commissioners could give speeches. Ex-commissioners could spend a fair amount of time on dealing with uh, worthy charitable organizations. 
uh, and ex-commissioners could be committed to the continued growth of their league and stand ready to be assigned to whatever their successors uh, ask them to do, particularly in the international realm, where if they're asked to go for a week rather than a weekend, which is what they did in their last life, they could be induced to do that. Exciting, exciting opportunities, it seems. Coaches, you, or commissioners, you make your way around the league. Will you smell the roses, as they say, as your, as your, your run comes to a close? I'm not making my way around the league. It was misdescribed. Uh, I was, by the way, the exhibition season, I was in Shanghai, Beijing, Manila, and Taipei, because that's what my job requires. On opening night, I was in Miami. On the second night of the season, I was in Sacramento because there's another new beginning in Sacramento. On Friday of that week, I was in Boston because they're uh, giving, uh, you know, they unveiled Bill Russell's statue. This is not a farewell tour. This is just business as usual. And, and uh, New Orleans is a market that I uh, promised that I would stop by in before I stepped down. Commissioner, thanks for all you've done for the game, and maybe even more important to us, thanks for what you've done for the game in the city of New Orleans. It's absolutely a pleasure. The fans here have been great to us, and I'm delighted to see under the ownership of Tom Benson that the fans now have an opportunity to see a team that's fully funded, playing in a remodeled arena, practicing in a great facility, which I've just toured, uh, and giving their all for the good fans of New Orleans and Southeast Louisiana. Again, a real treat for me to visit with uh, NBA Commissioner David Stern. We've had some very interesting visits over the years. Um, I'm sure there'll be more down the road, but maybe that's the last one in an official capacity as Commissioner of the NBA. Speaking of the NBA, the Pelicans here in Los Angeles to take on the Lakers tonight. I have a few news and notes for you to help you get ready for the game in one minute. Hey there, what you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. N nicotine? Listen, I'm going to hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to Los Angeles. The Pelicans take on the Los Angeles Lakers. That's tonight at 7.30 Central Time. I'll have the broadcast for you on the Pelicans radio network starting at 7.30. Looking forward to that. I'm uh, kind of laying down the tracks for Black and Blue Report for you today early from Los Angeles. Still to come today is the uh, shoot-around, which the Pelicans will walk through over at Staples Center late this Tuesday morning. We should know probably more about Ryan Anderson's status um, at shoot-around today. Listed as day-to-day, -day, still with that fracture. It's the second toe 
on his right foot. So we'll see. I can't, I can't tell you here as we sit here and visit this morning whether or not I feel like he's close or not. Just day to day, um, it wouldn't surprise me if he played tonight, but then again, it wouldn't surprise me if he didn't play tonight. And we'll see how that plays out, especially with this being the start of a back-to-back. The Pelicans will get back to work today, as I mentioned, at shoot-around today. And uh, certainly we'll be kind of keeping an eye on um, Tyreek Evans, see how he responds today. And also uh, to uh, the work ethic of the Pelicans, which has been outstanding, especially following losses and getting back to work. Head coach Monty Williams gave the team off yesterday as far as practice goes. They've had a real penchant for uh, getting back to the floor and making the most of their time together. So I expect a spirited shoot-around this morning in preparation for tonight's game. The Pelicans haven't won at Staples Center against the Lakers since January the 6th of 2009. Now, of course, they broke the losing streak to the Lakers last week at New Orleans Arena. So uh, today's another piece that they can take care of. The Lakers, meanwhile, have lost two straight, most recently at home to Minnesota, and now they've lost three of their last four. They are reeling a little bit, and uh, Steve Nash is a question mark with his back. Uh, Again, much like Anderson, it wouldn't surprise me if Nash played tonight, but then again, it wouldn't surprise me if he didn't. So his his status is uh, still to be determined. Kobe Bryant is uh, obviously out again still uh, with the Achilles injury. Um, You know, another thing with regard to tonight's game, the matchup between Pau Gasol and Anthony Davis. Davis really had his way against Gasol last week. In fact, he blocked four of Pau Gasol's shot attempts in the Pelicans' win at New Orleans Arena. Davis himself scored a career-high 32 points on a 12 of 18 shooting. So at the end of the night, 32 for Davis, 9 for Gasol. Uh, Anthony also had 12 rebounds, one of uh, his uh, several double-doubles already. He recorded another one to start this road trip in the loss to Phoenix on Sunday night. So I'll keep an eye on that. And then the bench situation. The bench struggled, the Pelicans bench, that is, struggled against Phoenix the other night. And they go up against a pretty good bench scorer in Los Angeles with Jody Meeks. He's averaged 14 points, rather, in the uh, past four games. He also uh, scored 16 in their loss to Minnesota the other night. So he, by far and away, is their leading bench scorer coming into the, uh, the ball game tonight. The scoring tonight, I think, will be fairly high. Um, the Pelicans have scored the basketball nicely with the exception of the Phoenix game, and the Lakers are giving up an alarming amount of points, including, are you ready for this, a 47-point first quarter to the Timberwolves at Staples Center uh, in their last effort, and then one on to uh, lose, 113-90. to They've been averaging, uh, their opponents have been averaging, rather, um, about 106 to 107 points per game. So that's, a, that's interesting to keep in mind tonight. 7.30 tip-off at Staples Center. We'll be anxious to bring it to you on the radio tonight. Uh, again, with regard to the uh, rumbling about Lou Amundsen, um, this is what we've heard. That Mark Stein's reporting that Lou Amundsen, who has been with the uh, franchise before, is returning now to the Pelicans. And uh, Mark Stein is saying that uh, Amundsen's agent, Mark Bartlestein, is, is uh, confirming this. Now, again, we hear this stuff all the time. Let's put it this way. Let's just lay this out here for Black and Blue Report today. Uh, Dell Demps and the Pelicans have said nothing about that being a possible transaction. So in, in my eyes, there's nothing to report at this time uh, officially. Now, we'll see what happens later on today. You may hear this black and blue report, and this uh, note right here may be old or insignificant 
whatever the case may be. But at least here this morning in Los Angeles, there is that rumble out there of what Mark Stein is reporting, and it's really, at this point, nothing more than that. All right, when we come back, our special guest, Markel Gregoire, sits down with Rob Nice. This will be a good one to stick around for. Hope you will do so. We'll have it for you in one minute. Okay, you've just been told you have a serious heart issue, congestive heart failure, a valve problem, a complex rhythm disorder. Now what? At Auctioner, we suggest you take a moment and do some research. When you do, you'll find Auctioner Medical Center has the only heart program in the region ranked among the nation's best by U.S. News & World Report. We routinely treat the most complex cases with revolutionary procedures such as surgical and non-surgical valve replacements and the total artificial heart. And we have the largest, most comprehensive program for treating arrhythmias in the Gulf South, offering options not available elsewhere in the region. At the end of the day, the most important thing to hear is... I just saw your test results, and they look great. No problems. Leading Edge Care. Just one more reason to choose an auctioner-affiliated physician. For an appointment, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Hardwood, hardball, and hard knocks. <gasps> This is the Black and Blue Report. Today's edition of the Black and Blue Report comes to you from Los Angeles, California. And again, the Pelicans take on the Lakers tonight, broadcast at 7.30, not only on the New Orleans Pelicans radio network, but as well on Fox Sports New Orleans, where Joe Myers and David Wesley will have the call of that ball game. Tomorrow, David Wesley rejoins us for Wesley Day. That's also known as Wednesday. And we'll visit with you from Salt Lake City, Utah. This past weekend, a young man by the name of Markel Gregoire was the guest of Saints head coach Sean Payton. Those two have a bit of a history together, seeing as Mr. Gregoire was a part of the NFL draft last spring through a program with St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Markel was invited to announce the pick of an NFL team, his favorite team, the New Orleans Saints. So Markel Gregoire was a part of the announcement of the signing, or the drafting rather, of Kenny Vaccaro, the defensive uh, secondary uh, phenom for the New Orleans Saints. Markel, who's been battling bone cancer, returned to the Saints this past weekend and was a guest of head coach Sean Payton. Our own Rob Nice had a chance to sit down with this special young man. Thanks a lot, guys. Rob Nice here with the Black and Blue Report, and we are here with a very special guest. Now, this guy's done a lot of cool things with the New Orleans Saints recently, and we are so pleased that you have a chance to visit us with us. We have uh, Markel Gregoire. Did I say it right? Yeah, you did. You did. All right, how's it going, man? Going good. How's it going for you? Now, I looked at some of the things that you've done. Uh, the last thing was at practice. You got a chance to break the huddle with Drew Brees and Coach Sean Payton, and you got a chance to be around some Hall of Famers with Willie Rofe and Ricky Jackson and Archie Manning. But it all started with the NFL draft in June when you got a chance to go to New York and, and introduce our number 15 pick, which happens to be the safety, Kenny Vaccaro. How was that experience? It's the best experience of my life. One of the best experiences because, uh, I really wasn't expecting for them to ask me to go to the drive, but, you know, when they told me I could announce the Saints pick, I was like, okay, so could I do this or I'm a chicken out? But I was like, nah, I love the Saints, and it's, it, it, it just be a special moment for me. Now, what was the first thing that Kenny Vaccaro said uh, when you selected him and you got a chance to take a picture with him and Commissioner Roger Goodell? I think he said congrats, uh, congratulations and uh, thank you and uh, shook my hand and uh, we took a picture with the jersey. What do you think about his progress so far in this season? 
Oh, he been stepping up, stepping up for real. Uh, I, I think he's, I think he's the, one of the best on the uh, defensive squad now. Okay, he's been he's been showing improvement for a rookie. Now you got a chance to also break the huddle recently for the practice before the Saints and Cowboys game. And, and Drew Brees and Coach Payton, they were there and they got a chance to say some things to you. What was the first thing Drew Brees said to you? He's like, I think he said, "Hey man, how you doing?" You know, I said, "You know, good." And you know, we just took conversation from there and. Just talk like I re- like I knew him before. Okay, and you got a chance to become great friends with head coach Sean Payton. As a matter of fact, he invited you to be guests with you and your family for the Saints and Cowboys game. Uh, what's some of the things and, and some of the advice that, that Coach Payton has given to you and, and maybe some of the things you've said to him? Well, he said, you know, stay strong and, you know, he proud of me and um, I'm like a hero to people and we was just, you know, saying random stuff, just talking about, you know, how good the team is and how grateful he is for me to be here. And uh, I told him they got to make sure that he beat the Cowboys. We are here talking with Markel Gregoire, and you're from New Iberia, so you're a Louisiana resident, born and raised. What does it mean to, to not only be a Saints fan, but to have the, the top, uh, I, I would say, the general of the team and Drew Brees and the head coach and Sean Payton and the entire organization uh, recognize you and, and take you on and, and become friends with these guys? Huge honor. Huge honor. I'm, I'm so proud to be here. I'm so blessed and I hope it keep going. What are your thoughts for the rest of the season? What do you think the Saints have to do to make sure we stay at the top of the NFC and the top of the NFC South? All we got to do is show up to the practice. All we got to do is play and win the Super Bowl. And who's your favorite player on the team? Sean Payton. Sean Payton now. He used to be a big-time quarterback in Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois. And uh, Tony Romo, the guy that you're kind of hoping that the Saints beat this evening at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, they played at the same college, and he was a pretty good quarterback. Who would you pick if they were playing at the same time between Sean Payton and Drew Brees? Uh, I don't know. I don't know right now. You know, I still got to see. But I believe, you know, I, I, I like Sean Payton for his coaching. Yeah. You know, if he was good in, in high school or college, I'd give him that. But at the same time, you know, my, in, in, in this new era, I got to give it to Breeze for, for, for now. Thank you, Rob. It's certainly a great story. Back to wrap things up from Los Angeles in one minute. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. This is Todd Graves, founder of Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Being the official chicken of the New Orleans Saints, we're more than just fans of the Saints. We're fans of Saints fans. So on game day, we make sure they're reloaded with tailgates of our fresh chicken fingers and jugs of lemonade and sweet tea. The best chicken fingers around? We got this. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. The official chicken of your New Orleans Saints. Does your boss know you're listening? If not, turn it up louder. This is the Black and Blue Report. Well, our day is certainly just getting started out here on the West Coast in Los Angeles. The uh, Lakers and Pelicans will go at it tonight at Staples Center. 
First visit out west uh, here for the Pelicans this season. And the first of two in a back-to-back that concludes in Salt Lake City tomorrow night against the Utah Jazz. Broadcast of both games, both radio and television. Our thanks to NBA Commissioner David Stern for being a guest today on our program. And uh, also for Rob Nice's visit for with uh, Markel Gregoire. That was also very, very cool on today's podcast. Uh, don't forget, uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow, noon central, and actually from Salt Lake City tomorrow. David Wesley will stop by. We'll also wrap up the action from Los Angeles, as uh, hopefully the Pelicans are winners against the Los Angeles Lakers. And the Saints are back to work tomorrow as they prepare for the San Francisco 49ers. You can always reach us on Twitter, at Sean Kelly Live. Or at Black Blue Report. The email is certainly yours to uh, use as well. Radio at pelicans.com. We'll also start taking your questions for this Thursday edition of the Monty Williams Show, which will be uh, taped on Thursday before airing on Thursday evening on our flagship station in New Orleans, 105.3 WWL-FM. So questions for the coach or about Pelicans or NBA basketball in general, you can start to send those our way. We'll compile uh, those uh, for the mailbag segment on Thursday night show. All right, have a great rest of your Tuesday. Hope to see you on the radio tonight. Otherwise, we'll talk to you tomorrow, and we'll talk more Pelicans and Saints, of course, right here on the Black and Blue Report. From Los Angeles, I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.